welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we finalize on this series, 13 Bad Habits to Quit in the New Year. Well, we've arrived at 13, believe it or not. We've been in this series for a little while, since the beginning of the year. And uh, I just want to give you a quick review of what we've covered so far in these 13 Bad Habits. And if you've just joined us, I would really strongly encourage that you go back to the very beginning and hear the whole series as uh, we have covered each of these habits, not only in terms of the science behind it or the consequences, but also the remedies. And uh, obviously I didn't take a real deep dive on each one, although I'd like to. Uh, but tried to get through these as quickly as possible so you can hear them all. All right, so the first one was uh, bad habit number one, overthinking. And then number two was comparing yourself to others, especially on social media or devices. Number three was digital overexposure. Number four was inactivity. Number five was negative forces in your life. And there was really, we came at that from many angles. Number six was fears that control us. Another big, important one to understand. Number seven was procrastination. Another big, bad habit. (laughs) Number eight was catastrophizing. Number nine, blaming and victimization. That one is crippling people. Number 10, excuses. Number 11 and number 12. Well, actually, number 11 was... uh, not number 12, it was just uh, continued in two different episodes, but we talked about overcommitment. And then number 12 was grudges and offense. That was just yesterday's bad habit. So today, I want to finalize. And this one, I don't know if I'll be able to cover all in this particular episode. We're going to try. Um, and, and I'm going to approach this very carefully because this one is a very delicate one, and in my, I guess my strongest suggestion before I even state what it is, is that you be open to getting help on this one if you need to. Okay, because this is one of those habits that isn't just a matter of changing a few behaviors. It could be much more complicated than that. So, what is this habit number ten? Well, I'm just going to call it. Um, Drowning or drugging the pains of life, uh, substance abuse, whatever you want to look at it as. And this has been on the rise since, especially since COVID started. I mean, it's always been around for sure. And, uh, and, and obviously there's a lot of ways I can approach this, but I think we already understand the damages and the effects of it. I don't know if I need to cover that list. I think everybody knows that any kind of substance abuse, whether it be drugs or alcohol or uh, tobacco or whatever it is, um, it can be devastating on your health, your overall well-being. It can even kill you. Um, so really where, where I'd rather spend my time on this one is just kind of walking through some ways to approach it that maybe you haven't thought of. Now, before I, I 
go into my list on this, I just want to say this to you. Don't condemn yourself. Don't, don't beat yourself up over this. Um, if you've gotten yourself caught up in some kind of, of addictions of any kind, um, hey, I understand, you know, sometimes we do it just because we're trying to numb the pains of life and it doesn't make you a bad person, okay? Uh, however, it, it can affect your relationships. It can affect, you know, how you feel about yourself. Um, it can send you down a really bad rabbit hole. So I'm going to encourage you to just listen to what I share, but also, again, keep in mind uh, and have an open mind about maybe getting some help with this. And there's many places you can go for help. So I hope to offer you some advice there too before we finish it. So first of all, um, substance abuse is the result of many different factors and it can be hard to pinpoint it with a loved one or a friend. And in order to prevent it, uh, or at least decrease the odds, we need to have some strategies or systems in place. So the first one might be to educate yourself on it. Do some research on credible websites. Um, just a few uh, that you could look at is S-A-M-H-S-A, okay, N-C-A-A-D. Um, I'm sure there's other initials out there. You could you could talk to your doctor uh, or a counselor, or uh, maybe do some research on substance abuse professionals in your area. These are valuable resources that will give you the knowledge that you need and understand. And many things, these are anonymous. In other words, you don't necessarily have to disclose who you are, give them your name, address, rank, serial number, you know. <laughs> but you may need to at least give them a first name. Um, and and some, some of these groups you can join and just listen in anonymous. I mean, there's a lot, really, there's a lot of help out there on in this particular area. You don't have to go it alone. And... You have the liberty of just, you know, kind of doing the research before getting fully committed in any area, okay? So it's a good place to start. But starting is the key. We need to be proactive. Once you have a better understanding of, you know, the addiction itself, its causes, then you're going to have to think about, um, you know, is it an issue or not? In other words, you're going to have to start looking for signs and symptoms, when you see a loved one or a friend display the behaviors that point to a substance abuse, then it's time to take action. And for everyone, that action is going to be different. It's going to depend on the age of the person, their their, maybe their living situation, um, you know, their exposure to substances, you know, uh, how they're related to you, on and on the list goes. I mean, there's really no one, you know, uh, one trick fits all type uh, uh, treatment here. It's something that we've got to approach for a very in a very personal level. And if it's you that's dealing with substance abuse, um, you know, start to uh, reach out for help. Again, and you can do it in an anonymous way or in, in your own way at first, just to kind of get an idea of, of which journey you want to take on this. Also, um, cut down on any other addictions in your life, including the ones I've already named to you on this this series. Uh, one of them that seems to be a big problem is the digital part of it. Remember, we talked about the digital um, addictions. So it may seem weird to think about it, but cutting down on cell phone internet use can help you reduce or even eliminate substance abuse because the prolonged use of electronics often creates dependence 
and addictive behaviors. So whether we're talking about digital devices or we're talking about something else, if you have other addictions, you know, even video games and, and Netflix and things like that, those types of addictions, one can lead into another, all right? Now, I have a lot more to say on this, but I'm way over time, and I knew this would happen. So we'll come back tomorrow, and we'll, we'll continue this discussion. Hopefully, I'll be able to leave you with some ideas. It's Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining me.